Hello everybody, welcome back to Our Way to Happiness with Yashita. This is our trailer music and it reminds me of everything to be grateful about. The love, the things we have, and just joy and all. Life. It uplifts me, it uplifts my spirits, and it just reminds me that it is a new and beautiful day. So, I am back and this time we're going to be talking about hustle culture and maintaining a work-life balance. So basically, how to control toxic hustle culture because let me tell you, I'm not here to support it. And we'll talk about it, we'll talk about my reasons and this is coming to you from someone who used to believe in hustle culture like crazy. So I'm going to share all of my story and all of that in a very unbiased way. So stay tuned for that. I'm not just going to dive straight into it, which is kind of opposite of what you should do. But today, I feel like going back to my roots, which is kind of just having a very heart-to-heart conversation with all of you. You know, really sometimes going off the point. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm really in a good mood right now. I haven't been generally in a good place for just a while now. But today, I don't know. Just... <clears throat> in this very specific moment, I feel good, so here I am. Let me tell you why, okay? So, I was watching, listening to someone's story, okay? Now, I just feel like I've stopped listening. I'm, I'm constantly talking, like I am the one expressing my views and my concerns. One of the biggest reasons is, of course, because I have a podcast. And just in general, I feel like I am someone who talks a lot and... You know, when you talk a lot and you don't listen as much, you really stop learning. And that is something I never want to stop doing. But I will say, I kind of lost touch with listening to people. And today I was just listening to someone's story and it was so amazing, I feel like, because this person, they were battling with severe depression and, you know, they, they were having suicidal thoughts and they did not think they could live to celebrate their next birthday but guess what uh they were shooting this clip okay so they were telling the story on their birthday and they're like i just i couldn't believe that i could i would actually be alive this birthday of mine so it just it felt really amazing it felt really nice to see someone come from the absolute bottom to living their best life just to hear her in that moment on her birthday being extremely grateful for the things that she has, the people that she has, and, you know, just revisiting the person she was, like, six months ago, which was literally wanting to kill themselves. So I love that journey, and of course, this person is pretty famous. So, you know, they have a pretty, pretty big fan base. So there's so many people who love this woman, so so much and even like i think she is a beautiful woman inside and out she has a lot of money you know she's pretty much living the dream and yet people go through stuff like this and it's terrible she basically has a soulmate and they're so madly in love so still you know i feel like these are the kind of things that just let you know that you are the only source of happiness and absolutely nothing else not a loving family, not a loving husband, nothing else can bring you 
happiness unless and until you alone are not happy which is something i always preach so it is good to listen to someone's story you know come from the bottom to the top it feels very refreshing you know we live in so much negativity and we are all constantly bombarded with negative news so it just felt really good to listen to a refreshing fun story where a person found themselves so before shooting this i was actually just listening to that which is why i feel in a good mood so i just feel like you know just talking going a lot of the way but over and all giving you something to take away from this at the end of the day coming back this is something oh my god i cannot tell you i wanted to film this actually a while ago but you know there were problems with the noise it would be too much background noise and things like that so it just kept getting postponed and i literally i'm not kidding you i will just start talking to myself about this the way i will do in the podcast i'll just start talking to myself and then i'll be like yashoda stop you can't do it because if i have that old conversation without recording it and when i record it it's going to feel fake it's going to feel rehearsed which is something i don't like and i'm literally i have to stop myself and be like yashoda stop talking about it you can't do that so i've been pretty excited about this I've just been seeing a lot of media surrounding this and I feel like to some extent I've been dealing with this. So talking about hustle culture once again. Now I was watching listening in fact to Simple Ken which is a podcast. Now um I do not have a very big Indian audience, but let me tell you a little bit about this man because I think this can be very fruitful to a lot of you. So Kenny Sebastian who is a stand-up comedian based in India. and he also has his podcast called the simple ken where he basically likes to have these you know kind of intellectual deep diving conversations pretty simple issues but i really love it kind of in a question answer format and i was listening to him and he was telling me about how he believes he wasn't telling me he was telling everybody about he believes how there are two kinds of people the ones who are just they were just born kind of lazy you know who not really the hustling kind and then there's a second kind of people who were just born very enthusiastic always constantly working themselves and you know never getting tired so the, these two kind of people very abstract opposite ends of the spectrum these are the two kinds of people and he was kind of like there's no, nothing really in the middle there's always a stark difference and everything and i have to say i disagree with that honestly kind of I guess. <laughs> okay, here's where I come from. Okay, I think the hustle culture people. There are two kinds, okay? Two kinds who hustle a lot. The first ones are the ones who were born with it. So that that's just what they used to, you know, constantly overworking themselves, constantly hustling. They never get tired of it. This is just the only way that they know how to live their life. That is the first kind of hustlers. and if you are the kind and you don't have a problem with it you don't see a negative impact of that on your life this is probably not the video for you because you're having a pretty good life and you know i i honestly believe if nothing's wrong then why fix it right so if you're not having any problems um why are you even here <laughs> so, uh, of course you can stay god what am i saying this is so cringe okay coming back And then there's the second kind of hustlers which I would like to call myself who weren't born like this who were born pretty lazy but because of something dramatic they became hustlers 
Now, this traumatic event can be absolutely a lot, a lot of things. One of them being some form of mental illness, mental disorder. So if I talk about myself, okay, why did I really start to become this hustling, constantly overworking myself person was as a coping mechanism. Now, (laughs) everybody has coping mechanisms, okay? Like some coping mechanisms are healthy, some are not. Everybody uses them and so did I. I wanted to get away with my life, so I just decided to overwork myself, overburden myself with all of my work and my responsibilities and I will constantly focus on that and I'll just reject everything else, which is, which is almost borderline bottling up your depressions. Maybe not borderline, which this sounds exactly like bottling up your depressions. Sorry, bottling up your emotions. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about this in one of... I've made a whole video on bottling up your emotions. And I've also talked about what happens when you use this particular coping mechanism and how it negatively impacts your life in one of my most early episodes. But coming back, this is not something healthy. I'm just telling you what I do, okay? So for me, this is how it started. I used to to basically not think about some of the things that were happening in my life. I would instead overwork myself, drown myself in work. And that was my coping mechanism. And to me, it was pretty good because it's pretty positive, you know? Of course, it has this negative impact and I feel like all coping mechanisms have some or the other negative impact because you need to, you know, properly feel an emotion. I feel like that's the healthiest way to deal with anything. If you feel a certain way, you let yourself feel it instead of distracting yourself, instead of using a coping mechanism. So I feel like every coping mechanism has some form of negative aftermath to it. But yeah, there's of course some ones that are healthier. So in my mind, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm not doing drugs. I'm not drinking. I'm not just none of those extremely unhealthy mechanisms. I'm not using those. Instead, I'm being productive. I'm getting my work done. So in my mind, it's kind of a win-win really, you know. This is how I became one of the hustling kind of kind, you know, and then eventually it just kept on increasing, increasing my workload. And what this led to, because I was working so much and I constantly needed more work, I kept on, you know, indulging myself into more and more things. And after a certain point, even when I wanted to get out of them, I couldn't because I had come so many commitments and I had to fulfill them no matter what. So even when I didn't want those commitments, I still had them because that's how the world works. Nevertheless, This was how I became from a pretty lazy person to a pretty decent, what I would like to call a hustler. This was my story. This can be something other, something else, some other event for you. But usually I've seen there's something big that happens in the person's life which turns them into a very overworking kind of a person. This can also be some form of failure. So you failed in class you fail some kind of exam or like you know something like that and you take it in a very positive way you're like okay i failed but guess what next year i'm gonna top i'm gonna be the best there is so you kind of really turn that negative thing around and you're like okay what's gone is gone i'm gonna look at the future and i'm gonna really really work hard this time and that's how a lot of people become 
pretty hardworking people actually and you know like that one thing it just changes their life forever i believe that is the second kind of hustler which is what this uh, video is for podcast is for mostly because i feel like we tend to really struggle with this i feel like it it is good for a while but after a certain while when you know all the adrenaline and the newness of it all wavers off we come to reality and <laughs> it becomes really hard because we have totally lost the sense of a work life balance and a work life balance i i cannot explain this to you enough is very 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 important and i feel like the older you are the more important it is for you to make a good work life balance because you know as a kid you don't have as much serious commitments like yeah you know yes you have friends see i believe it's very different to have friends as an adult and have friends as a children because what's the worst problem your friend can be when you were a child their boyfriend broke up with them well um okay that that might seem like a big deal but you know it's really not that's the biggest struggle they can be in whereas an adult friend okay an adult friend of yours they can be in the police station or <laughs> oh my god that's such a weird example but you know something like that they might need some kind of financial help or oh, maybe i i'm sorry i'm really terrible at this examples thing but all i'm trying to tell you is that as you grow older your commitments they just get more and more serious and it's a lot more important again to have that kind of work life balance especially you know i have a lot of listeners who are older to a age where you're very likely to have kids and i feel like if you're someone who has kids then it becomes incredibly important like you know it's one thing to have a partner and have that work life balance for them of course that is also very important but like i don't care about your partners i care about your children because you know this is just of such a impressionable time in their life and it's very important for you to be present i feel like i had a childhood where one half of my childhood my parents were not very present at all and the other half of my childhood my parents were much more present so i've seen the drastic impact it can leave on a person so you know it's very important that especially as you grow older you take this work life balance concept a lot and a lot more seriously getting that done let's talk a little bit about why i believe hustle culture is toxic so as i said before i used to be someone pretty lazy and i had to force myself to get up every day work hard motivate myself and become this i i wanted to become this person i've always had you know i dreamed of becoming this person and then i became that hustling person and now i want to go back why now <laughs> a lot of reasons for it okay this is just very mentally tolling on you a lot of times it will happen you just get, tend to get so lost that one day when you actually wake up you think about your life and you're like okay wait a second i don't have friends i am losing my family i don't know who i am i don't know the last time i watched a movie I don't know the last time I smiled. You know? I wonder you just had that realization and it is so 
mentally tolling on you it's crazy another thing might be that you start determining your self-worth on your productivity levels this is something i have done a lot and i thought it worked for me because every time i was really productive i became really happy so it was a really given a gift thing you know because i know that if i work hard today i will sleep happy so why not just work hard but then came times when i just couldn't because my mental health was so bad i just couldn't work hard and especially i have a very bad history of burnouts which we're going to talk about that later but i just couldn't get out of bed how am i supposed to work so i'm already in a terrible state of mind i can't work which is why i feel even worse about myself because i'm not being productive and then it's just it's this vicious cycle of constantly feeling bad about myself and just falling deeper and deeper down that rabbit hole which can be really mentally devastating next even moving on to burnout i've talked about this a lot i have a pretty bad history of burnout and definitely come from the hustling part of it all trust me i used to be the kind of person i would i know like you know after once or two getting burnout i knew when i was starting to get a burnout and i would literally keep walking myself i'm like okay i'm not going to stop until i can't do anything because right now i can do something so if i can do something i'll do that and then <laughs> i just kept working myself until i reached a point where i couldn't do anything anymore i couldn't get out of bed for a week and that was when i realized that i just fucked myself over terribly and trust me this thing uh, this severe burnout that i had it's been more than 6 months since that has happened and the one thing i can tell you is that i regret that very much because that has left such a lasting impact on me i feel like it took me almost a month okay it took me a month to recover from a week of burning myself and even after that week i feel like i'm still kind of dealing with the repercussions of it and i feel like i'm still not back to the yashita i was 6 7 months ago i feel like i still am not as productive as the yashita 7 months ago you know so i feel like burnout is just something terrible that absolutely terrible and it 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 is very difficult to you know understand when you're going through something like that it's very difficult of course when you go through it a few times it becomes pretty obvious when you can you can you know you can sense a burnout but the first few times are really hard dealing with it is actually really really hard so it's just something that trust me you do not want in your life and i feel like hustle culture especially for people like me who weren't born like this it can have a pretty pretty negative impact so you know these are just a few of the things that can go wrong but trust me overworking yourself can go wrong in so many ways that it's absolutely crazy now coming back okay for a second i'm not saying you do stop hustling i'm just saying that you work hard but you also sleep hard <laughs> you know how to say work hard and play hard exactly that you know i don't tell you to stop hustling but at the same time i tell you to have a very strong work life balance now the this podcast has already gotten pretty long so i think i should make a podcast about how to deal with work life balance also 
I can share my personal journey. To be very honest, I don't know if I've shared that before. I have no recollection of it. Maybe I have, maybe I have not. But, you know, if you want, I can make one about how to manage a good work-life balance. So this is what I wanted to talk to you about hustle culture. Before we end this, of course, we have our life update. Now, okay, coming to life updates. Um, I really want to share something uh, regarding to this podcast itself because I don't really have too much of a life update. I've been struggling a little bit with my productivity and with my hustling, which is why I shot this podcast. But apart from that, things are pretty decent you know i won't say they're good but pretty decent i wanted to share kind of like a fun fact about this podcast itself so i was just looking at my analytics and i found out that only seven percent of our listeners are indians and this to me came oh my god it was so surprising now i'll get on more into this okay so basically if you don't know i am an indian so it was just so bizarre when I found out that only 7% of my listeners are Indian. A lot of US people and a lot of Germany people, Germans and yeah, Germany people, Germans, whatever. <laughs> but very big surprise for the fact that only 7% of the listeners here are Indians because see, cultures really, really vary quite a bit. And I'm pretty sure there have been moments when I've said something which is pretty Indian, you know, and I've not really explained it because in my mind, most listeners will understand, but that is something definitely I'm going to keep in my mind. Yeah. So you know, talking a little bit about how the Western and Eastern ideologies differ, I really wanted to give you a very simple example to make you realize how different things can be. So... Over and all, when we think about the Western ideology, it is somewhat referred to as individualistic, whereas Eastern is a lot more collectivistic, <laughs> if that's the right word. I believe a huge difference is, for example, let's talk about a Western family, okay? It's very natural for kids to move out after 18, you know, out of their parents' house and eventually live in their own house, start their own family alone. That's very normal, right? And if somebody is above 18, working, living with their parents is often considered very insulting. But contrary to that, in India, people live together always. <laughs> yeah, it's, people don't move out after they turn 18. They still live with their parents. Of course, if they go to college, then that's a different thing. But otherwise, they live with their parents. They get married and they still live with their parents. So, yeah, whoever is, you know, the one, let's say the girl is getting married, so she'll just go to her husband's parents' house, which is also the husband's house or whatever. And, yeah, they just live there. And the grandchildren, grandparents, parents, everybody lives together in one big family house and everything, you know. That's just the way things work in India, which... It was, it's just so natural to me, but I can totally understand if this is a shock to some of you for the fact on how natural this is. It is absolutely 100% normal for kids to live with their parents forever, you know. Whereas in US, I've seen that's not how usually things plan out. 
at least for most people all at decent movies let me know if i'm wrong of course and before i go on i just want to say um of course not everybody in india is going to be living with their parents always not everybody in the us is going to move out of their parents always you know there's of course abnormalities and the you know i don't know social rejections <laughs> but there's always you know the people who don't follow the social norms which i i don't mean that as a bad thing i'm just saying that there's always people who don't fit into this box those people are always going to be there and of course there's those exceptions i'm just talking about the usual way things kind of run in the different parts of the world so this is something i would love to explore more into and hopefully i can just give you very overall content this is it for today's podcast i hope you enjoyed if there is anything that you would like to let me know any suggestions feedbacks anything i said wrong anything i said right no matter what it is you can totally reach out to me i'll leave my ig down below it is yashita with two y's and two a's at the end apart from that you can let me know about anything if you want to rant you want to scream at someone you want to gossip bitch whatever you want to do you can text me and i'll be there for you i would love to listen to your views about this podcast and with that being said i hope you enjoyed stay tuned i post every single tuesday at 11 pm which is ist indian standard time i hope you stay tuned on this journey goodbye